Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Download Podcast Show. On today's show, we're going to be talking about the 2020 film One Night in Miami, which was directed by Regina King. And on the show today, we have a special treat. Great friend of the podcast, Lisa Ramey, who is singer-songwriter, and she's just an amazing, amazing person. We had a fantastic time, me and Chris, talking to her about this this movie and a lot of bunch of other things, which was really cool to have um, the conversation. She stopped by, um, took a little bit of time out of our busy schedule, was able to schedule it. Um, one note, we had a little bit of a technical glitch. I'm getting really these technical glitches. Uh, um, so we, there's about 15 minutes of the show that in the beginning that you probably won't even notice is gone, but I, you know, want to be straightforward with you, but we, the show is actually really good and it's pretty long actually, even with that 15 minutes gone. So, um, I think you're going to really enjoy this podcast. Um, before we get going, want to let you know that, um, you can follow us you you sure you can subscribe and you can find out when we have new shows going out so um if you go to the download podcast show on instagram or facebook and you can sign up to find out when we're doing new shows and let me let you know we have a lot of new shows coming at you um a lot of new shows some really surprise guests uh, a lot of good guests. Actually, as as I'm sitting here recording this, we have guests signing up um, to uh, be on future shows. So we have a lot of show stuff coming at you, um, both for the download podcast. We have a new uh, episode of um, the download podcast the 007 edition where we do GoldenEye with JT Curtis uh, on the show with us. And we also have a new show that we're going to be launching while well, we actually re- have recorded the first few episodes. So we'll be launching um, real soon, which is the download podcast show, the last dance, or as we call it, the last download, which is featuring the last dance, the docu-series about Michael Jordan and his last go-round with the um, Chicago Bulls. And uh, we have some good guests coming on for that. Chris Smith will stop by. Um, Eric Newman of Showtime Basketball will stop by. Um, Akbar Majeed will probably stop by. And we're going to talk. This is like the rare time we get to talk sports. So um, we're looking forward to having um, a lot of really good conversations on that show. And of course, the one and only original, the Download Podcast Show, where we have some really good guests coming up. And I will let you know that not only is Lisa Ramey going to be um be on this show um we have an upcoming show with dustin gwynn from 21 jump street and the hbo max um television show warrior he'll be stopping on that onto the show and talking to us a bit about saturday night fever um and we it goes on from there it's just a slew of good people so um definitely follow us the download podcast show on Instagram and on Facebook and stay up to what we're doing. Please like, and support us as much as possible. Um, whenever you listen to our show, it really helps us out a lot. 
And if you have a suggestion for uh, a film that we should be doing or a soundtrack we should be talking about, be sure to um, let us know on our Facebook page. Okay. And again, that's the download podcast show. And, uh, I'm, that's it. That's all I needed to tell you. Um, this is going to be a great show. I think you're going to really enjoy it. Um, and, uh, as of now at this moment it is snowing outside. So if you are outside, stay safe, wear your masks, be careful and have a great week. Thanks a lot, everyone. Here we go. You brothers, you could move mountains without lifting a finger. Minister Malcolm X. Good news, the chariot is coming. Who's the greatest? That's right. Jim Brown takes the ball. Your record is going to stand the test of time. All together, yeah. The entire city of Miami is celebrating. I'm the new heavyweight champion of the world, and I don't even have a scratch on my face. Oh, my goodness. Cash. On cash? Why am I so pretty? Oh. <laughs> hey, congratulations, champ. I can get used to that. Uh, I was made in America, land of the free, home of the brave. This movement that we are in is called a struggle because we are fighting for our lives. This ain't about civil rights. They ain't giving black people what they really want. What's that? I was made in America. That's why I'm out here saving America. Power. Black power. I like the sound of that. Uh, I wish I lived in America. We have to be there for each other. Uh, heard everybody rich. All I gotta do is run, jump, kick. I'm a kid in your area. Uh, I done made it to America. Uh, I'm amazed at America. Welcome to America. Like, is everyone gone? Is me talking to myself? No. If everybody leaves me, it's just gonna be me talking about my album Twitter, which is out now on our Chris, are you there? <laughs> See, you guys jinxed us. <laughs> Hold on one second, Lisa. Let me just refresh this page. Lisa Chris joined. joined. No! <laughs> You see how this, you see, you see, Chris, you see how you do people? New host. Who's your camera crew? Yeah. As I was saying, yeah. you know, there's a lot, there's songs about sex on my album. It's fine to write about that, but I'm just saying, I miss every song. There's other things going on outside. I have a song on my album about mice because there was a time when I was overrun. It was a war. And the song is called Creeping Along. Not everyone's going to know it's about mice. Mm. It's awesome. You just think, like, ooh, I'm going to get you kind of song. It's track number two on my album. trying to about that right now. But it's like you don't know that what it's about. It makes the audience be like, this is dope. And then you have to go back and listen again to catch the song because they're listening to the lyrics. It's a yeah. big deal to that means something, and I, it really I, I have a, uh, a song on, from my album from like five years ago. No, I have a song by. <laughs> um, 
called Go On. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like a love song. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like you're longing for someone. It's about alcohol. Hey, which can we not relate? How many people mm-hmm. have the trash can all year last year? <laughs> I have so, a song yeah, on my, and, I play like, on the spoon. Like, as, as writers, right? Like, it's super frustrating to hear songs that are just like five words throughout the whole song. And I, I sometimes, like, it's, it's not even like make you feel good. I feel make me feel good. Like, I, I don't even know what they're talking about half the time. So, yeah. It's, it's nice to look to some, you know, content every now and then. It's a responsibility. It matters. And and there's no excuse. I'm the F bomb. But it's no excuse. I mean, if Sam Cook is writing what he was writing during that time, hmm. I believe that we can figure things out and write about things right now instead of just the same old shit all the time. I mean, I mean, step up. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, like we also, I mean, we have more history now, right? Like he right. was in the sixties. We have 40 more years of stuff to talk about. Right. <laughs> and that is we know about black history. So there's a lot we can write about to reintroduce us in the textbooks correctly. Mm-hmm. There's literally so much. And how many white people have asked you, I just want to learn. I just want to know. And all of us are like, shh, go look it up. Well, here's our, here's our chance. Cause we like to make music. Right. So at least we can make music and send a message out that we like to make music. Cause we, we're not always here to teach everybody everything. And yes, you can learn on your own. But if we have a platform for it, you know, you can mix the two things that you like and kind of give it back to the whites who need help. They need help. <laughs> They're asking for help. And I'm not going to all need to help because it's very frustrating to each its journey. <laughs> sometimes I help. Sometimes I'm like, get away from me. Stop talking to me. There's a computer. Figure this out. So I get that. But um, we have, we have, like Malcolm X said, you know, as much as it's annoying, we do have to do things to, in order for us to go forward, even though they should have been able to do it. Hmm. Um, I, I did want to uh, talk about this one spot where they're. Um, I think it's when they early on got to the hotel, and Ali start like talking about God was with him to win the fight, and it, and God wasn't with the heathen list, uh, Sonny Liston. I, I, I took. <laughs> I, I had to pause right there because there's plenty of successful athletes that. Not don't I don't I wouldn't necessarily say are religious folks, God fearing mm. people. And I wrote down a list. Um, Tiger Woods, we we know about all the affairs. Uh, Lance Armstrong, Marion Jones, Tanya Harding, OJ Simpson. OJ who? You like Tanya? <laughs> I like Tanya. She was poor. She was poor, right? She was poor and misunderstood, and her man did some crap. And y'all know some men get involved women and they be doing some stuff because they think they know better and mm. all of a sudden everyone hates Tanya Tanya I am pro Tanya Tanya Harding so, thank you for joining our show today. <laughs> it's been great and uh, you know she through it she through it she was sad she was just trying to have air conditioning okay all right <laughs> you know what it's like not have air conditioning she was just poor okay it's hard to be poor. The whole world is watching her. She's just trashy. I love her. I, 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 like her. I understand. I have Shoot. to say that uh, 
the next time I go to have go to go to court, I'm going to use air conditioning as my uh, defense. My I, I needed air conditioning, Your Honor, because oh. <laughs> that is dope. That is the dopest thing I've just heard. <laughs> That's not cheap. Well, no, no, be fair, you know. We're, you know, if you're from the south, you know, you probably would kill for air conditioning. So, so. He's in the south. Any <laughs> minute. Oh my god. All right, your list. You were saying. <laughs> oh, I, there was only, you know, I, that was pretty much important. I got, I got Tom Brady and Mike Tyson to, to, to uh, roll, roll, uh, circle out, round out the list. Bite yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so back to too funny. Important things. Um, well, I, I I also wanted to address um, something that they talk about in the film because Jim Brown talks about the light skinned, lighter skinned brothers mm-hmm. being more militant, but I, I, I don't know about all that. I'm light skinned, but uh, that's also another conversation, right? Like, I have friends that consider me black and then I have friends that are like like you're halfway you know, like there's always this like yep this battle to be black enough right so I thought it was good they touched on that as well and I don't know I unfortunately I think Jim Brown won that conversation my mother was uh about your complexion and so she and she grew up during that time and I will tell you uh, as as a person who had to see some of the <clears throat> or hear some of the comments that were made to her about, um, you know, like it was almost like they invalidated her blackness because of how light skinned she was. And that was a true thing. I mean, it was just crazy in the sense that you, we're battling, we're battling one, one enemy and we're fighting within our own communities amongst shades of color. It was just like, what? Are you crazy? Like, it doesn't make any sense. And then inside that, you're you're battling men and women, and then you're battling darker skin, uh, southern southern um, blacks versus northern black. It was so being black is very very complicated. <laughs> and like, I mean, and that's not to say I don't I don't acknowledge that being lighter skinned like I, I, look people like to say that white privilege doesn't exist. I think. Obviously, it does, but I also think that me being lighter skinned offers me advantages over mm. people that are darker skinned. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like, it's just it just acknowledge the truth. That's all you have to fucking do. Right. Like, it's not a- Thank you, because like at the end of the day, we're all black, and I think we all understand that. Right. You know, and if we Wi-Fi, someone will remind you. It doesn't matter what shade of melanin you are. When you're black, you're black, and you know it. Right. However, and then within this community, I just feel like the, the, the horrible white devil has done it again and was like, let's be nice to the ones that kind of match our shade. You know what I mean? So it's like, we're just going to be nicer. And my sister is darker than me. Mm-hmm. And so driving down the streets of St. Louis, Missouri and getting pulled over, I never got tickets. I got pulled over a lot, and I never got tickets. That's not the same story for my sister. Mm. You know what I mean? It's some bullshit that that's like a real thing in our community. And I just believe it like a whisper thing to happen because we're black. It was, it was slaves were slaves, you know what I mean? But then all of a sudden there were the slaves that were in the house. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and it, but it also, you know, it, it's, it's, 
it's ingenious. It, re- it reinforces that hierarchical structure based on right. Sure keeps us busy fighting. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of that was was the result of how different uh, how the slaves were being treated based on their skin color. And then we kind of just adopted that battle, right? So lighter skinned ones and fair skinned ones ended up in the house or they ended up, you know, doing things that were less menial um, versus the dark skinned ones and the bigger, the bigger blacker men who were used for physical labor and for breeding and that kind of thing. And I think we just, unfortunately, that we started to adopt that separation. for it's better inherent. or worse. It's inherent. Right. We talk about it all the time and like people want to say, um, oh, you can't talk about slavery it's so long ago. Like, first of all, <laughs> in the scheme of things, it wasn't. It's not long ago. And two, it's psychological. Like right. things from slavery are still affecting people like black people today. It's yep. not over. Right. So it's and, not over. I mean, in the city that we were talking about right now, uh, one of the first things we were addressing was getting the word out of this movie. Why is that difficult? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it difficult or is it just, no, they're black. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's hard to do. That's very much still happening. You know, you can call it slavery. You can call it racism. You can call it hate. I call it bullshit. You know, something good, just put it out there. It's just, that's just what it is. But there's people who are like, no, that's too good. Right. Blacks are once again being great. Shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> Go get some goodness. Make it look good. <laughs> right. It's just all noise to keep us from knowing how great we are. And, um, and then that brings me to like one of the quotes from Malcolm X in this film uh, is saying there's no room for anyone to stand on the sidelines and that black people are dying every day, right? Like we started off this by saying this film is based in the 60s, but still relevant, right? Very. Like black people are still dying every day yep. in this country. Yep, yep. Well, there was a quote well, that Ma- Malcolm X mentioned something about What's good news for one group? The sheep. Sheep may not be good news for the wolf. Well, if if that doesn't have, like that, I was. You can apply that to everything that's going on right now. I mean, good news for 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 everyone else was bad news for Trump, and um, you know, I that was the one time when it was a good thing. But it can be reversed, and it's been reversed many times over the history of, you know, whatever. But it's just, yeah. I mean, that conversation was just, mm, 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 mm. like, I, you could feel the tension in the room. And, but, you know, and Chris, I'm you, you've probably had these conversations. I've had conversations, so I have a, one of my best friends, we had we used to have conversations like this all, all the time. <clears throat> and one time it turned into blows and we're still, we're all still best of friends. And because some, you know, <laughs> like Dave Chappelle says, sometimes you just got to work it out. You know, just got to work it out. Just got to work it out. So, so I guess the kind of based on within one of these conversations, um, the whole Sam Cook Malcolm X debate, mm. call it a debate. Um, so Sam Cook like owned his own masters, and, and we talked about we did Ray Charles a while back, which was a similar situation. Uh, started his own label, producing a bunch of black artists, um, and like knowing his business. Like 
I forgot, I don't know who the artist was that wrote the Rolling Stones, that the Rolling Stones covered, mm-hmm. um, but then the writer then got all this money off of. So, wow. but, then, but then you're, but then like, and then the other thing being that Malcolm's saying like, but your song, your music has no message, right? It's not mm-hmm. talking about the, the black plight in the country. So, uh, and him, and then Sam Cooke saying, well, that's not, essentially it's not popular, it's not what sells. Right. I'm trying to make money to, you know, and then I, and he's saying he gives to the church. So mm-hmm. there's two arguments that both sound pretty, like very um, moving. Mm. And I, I don't know, for you guys, did one of these, as a musician, like, yeah, I, I was kind of on Sam Cooke's side, but like, did, did, did you yeah. veer to one side or the other, or are you conflicted as, yeah. as, as well? I think I can relate to both. And that, I think that's the car part. That's what things get heated. I would have been the idiot in the room being like, hmm. I can't relate both sides. But since one lane is my lane, I'm going with Sam because I'm like, it takes a, it takes a lot to get things done and you have to go about it for a while before you can get to that point. And, right. and times have changed and it's even harder like owning your masters <laughs> here are my masters here's everything about me i mean nbc owns my likeness right now you know like right. i'm constantly giving away myself because i have to right. i would love to fight that and pee on the grammys like kanye just did but you can't fight it's, it's, it's a big fight and it involves a lot of people who have to be like-minded against music so Yes, I have Malcolm in me being like, whatever, let's rise up. Kamala is vice president. We can do anything. You know what I mean? So like, I feel that. But at the same time, I'm like, well, this is my other day a long time. So while we're doing it, let me just go do this in the music business and then get back to my community. Get more artists out there. Do what I can do. You know, it's not like Sam Kirk was just chilling, like collecting, sitting back. Like, <laughs> hard is it to write something that white people grab and then it's all over everywhere and then you're sitting there collecting and yes you yourself know that but like before listening to a song that you had everything to do with that's psychological that's messed up so there's still going to be that burning desire of some like things need to change but since you're asking I would have been more mm. <laughs> mm. I so I, I totally get why Sam Cook said I mean I I'm on his side too um only because you know the 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 battle to earn to to get being to be treated as an equal is not it's not a sprint it's a marathon and and it doesn't mean that when you get to a certain point because you're trying to make some other some point you you give up everything you all the ground you just made up to, and I think that Malcolm needed to see that part of it which is that they made they, they made they it took so long for him to get to a point where he could control his masters where he could sing the music he wanted to sing where he could do the business he was doing that to in order to make like for Malcolm to satisfy what Malcolm wanted him to do, he would have to give up all of that. And that, to me, doesn't make any sense. That makes That's like saying, well, okay, now they've given us the right to vote, but because I don't want to get on the bus to 
to, to ride in the back of the bus to vote, I'm going to stop voting. I'm just I'm going to give up voting. And that doesn't make any sense. I think you have to understand that it's and you know, it is a marathon. It's going to take certain efforts for you to make more inroads and and it's kind of like Sam said. He's influencing a like a a vast amount of creative people who will then also start to do other things and, and be successful yeah i think you've and got to look yeah, at the bigger might, picture and they might be the ones that also write these songs right about, you know what the america is going through in the black experience so you know one doesn't yeah. come without the other and just you know Exactly. Right. Yeah, I mean, you kind of need everyone doing everything, every aspect, everywhere in order for this to work out. Yeah. It has to be a concerted effort on many fronts. And on top of that, like, songwriting doesn't just happen, right? Like, it doesn't? Like, I, 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 I well, personally, because Darren, Darren. Let me just write something thing. real quick. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> That's my guitar. Um, but, um, you know, I've experienced in my own career like this evolution of writing, right? Initially, it was, you know, almost exclusively love songs and then breakup songs, which are still love songs. And then it, it, it took a while before I was writing about other shit, like going out with friends and drinking. That's that is like it's not like I mean, it's it's, it's deep to me, but, um, you know, that's just another level. Right. And then, like, last year, I wrote this song. Um, protesters on Union Square after, you know, everything, the numerous killings of black people. Um, and then I've also just written stuff based on like, I've written for like film. So that, I wasn't doing that all in the beginning. And I feel like Sam Cooke, you know, maybe he's writing all these things, but again, he's writing about what he knows. And mm-hmm. and then it, there's also a level, a point in which you feel comfortable. He said he wrote a bunch of songs about mm-hmm. the black experience, but he didn't release them. He wasn't selling them, partly because they weren't going to be. He didn't think they were going to be money makers, but also maybe he's just not comfortable yet, right? Doing that, like exposing that wow. to the world, and you know, right? So there's this whole like there's like like I said, it just goes back to it just doesn't happen. So right, and and Malcolm X not being a musician probably doesn't get that. So. Right. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> It also depends on where he wants to play too, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if he wants to play in the Copa, he's not going to write a song called Kill the White People. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, he's... Down, down with the white. Down yeah. with the white. He's, he's got to get in before he can get in, you know? So You got to play by the rules and, 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 and have a lot of sacrifice and it comes with a lot of punches to maybe maybe reach the potential of people actually know you. My album that I'm writing right now mm. it is all about Fannie Lou Hamer. And oh. Fannie Lou Hamer uh, was one of the activists for women's rights and women to vote. Because the white women were like, yes, women should vote, but not the black women. No. Right. White women. And Fannie was like, nah, I don't know. Right. And they beat her. She had a horrible, horrible time on on Earth, and she did so much for us so that I could make my cute little video to Lizzo. Mm. Um, it's time to go. 
was like stashing my cute little butt down the street <laughs> to vote. So simple for me. And it's because of her. And no one knows who Fannie Lee was. I didn't know Fannie Lee You know what I mean? Right. So it was my responsibility to put her out there. And I'm going to do whatever I can because she did so much. And no one even knows who right. And that's like that's that's another movie right there. Right. right? Like that should be a movie. Yes, it is. There Maybe you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're doing the soundtrack for it. It just, it just, I, my God, we're all we're we're all doing things now. And can you imagine if you, you just just went away? It was just over. Yeah. You ever really got started, and that's just it. And then you don't get to see the effects of what you've done. She didn't get to see. She died in her 60s. So mm. like. We have to pick up where they left off and show the whole world because no one else is going to be out to. Yep. Movies that we need to see. Um, did we? Did everyone get goosebumps with the uh, Malcolm X's recollection of the Boston show, Sam Cooke's Boston show? Yeah, that that was dope. Amazing. And like, it was cool because they've had this big fight, and then he's like, "Oh." You've been to a show, Malcolm? Uh, no, I've been to five shows, <laughs> right? Like, and I, for me personally, like, they just put me back in like me doing live shows and like the friends that show up every single yeah. time. You know? yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Darren's one of those. I <laughs> But that control of the audience you know, not control, but like influence over the audience to get them into it and like get them on his side and like then create something together. Yeah. Um, Oh, that was one of my quotes, actually. One of the quotes I liked because I identify with it so very much, which is, um, I mean, I dance on stage like Jackie or James Brown, but that's not what I'm selling. I'm selling my voice, my words, my image, my message. Mm -hmm. I was like, preach, because I'm a statue on stage myself. A statue on stage? Know thyself. Statues sell that statue better than anybody sells a statue. There you go. Damn right. Damn right. It's really true. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta know what you're selling. That really spoke to me too, because I think as an artist, you don't know who you are. I mean, kind of as a person, if you want to get real deep with it, you're gonna be real confused on how to sell yourself. Right. You're gonna be real confused when push comes to shove, and you gotta check some songs out, but you don't really know who you are and what you are selling. It is a very smart thing to know who you are and what you're selling because you can get swallowed up in this industry. Mm. Just next thing you know, right? Oops, I did it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? It's so Damn it. important. I was going to write that song. <laughs> um, I mean, do you guys have any memorable favorite quotes? Mm. <laughs> At the beginning, I'm thinking out loud. Well, there's a number of good ones. Yeah, there's a ton of. Oh my god, I, I had to stop writing at some point. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, obviously, the movie starts off with the most famous Muhammad Ali quote of all time: "Rumble, young man, rumble." Mm-hmm. Um, he had a bunch of in that, in that ring, which was just hilarious. You know, he's like, "I don't want to get too close." I get any my more blood on these trunks. My mama ain't never gonna be able to get it out. <laughs> like, my, your mama's still doing your laundry. <laughs> Go ahead and quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Like, just stop. Just stop fighting. Just stop. It was, I mean, oh, and then uh, they're like, uh, finish him off. He's like, I'll finish him off when I'm good and ready. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you know. Uh, how about we have vanilla and oh. vanilla? How's that for irony? Last time I checked, Brother Sam, that was your flavor of choice. That was just wrong. I got a lot. I have to deal with that a lot too. <laughs> <laughs> I deal with that. I get a lot of people making fun of me. Well, the same, the same Botanica group. I have one friend that gives our other friendship for that every single time without fail. I'm just like, dude, let's let it go. Let it go. Shut up. Shut up. I quote. Um, Malcolm X was talking uh, when they were in their argument kind of being triggered a bit and he was talking about the John Wayne song and trying to really make Sam Cooke understand like there's nothing to gain from this white man singing about something he really doesn't know anything about. Mm -hmm. That ruined my life, honestly, because I was so for Sam Cooke and then he said that and I'm like, well, that's, said the song came out of that the situation was not a bad song no not at all change is gonna come mm -hmm. what a song yeah and leslie odom jr yeah odom, sir i mean sam cook's got a little bit a little more grain a little more roughness in his voice right but leslie he odom was... jr. is very smooth I don't know if Leslie Odom really smokes, but Sam Cook smokes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm. it, added, it added a little, you know, but uh, he he just absolutely killed it. His yeah. performances, the acting, right? So my experience with him is essentially Hamilton. Yep. I felt like he was just snarling the whole time, like, like when he's singing, when he's talking. Um, yeah. So this was a nice change, change. And I thought he was, again, one of the two best actors in this film. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. His, his portrayal of Sam Cooke. I didn't know. I mean, I. Sam Cooke is. He. I, I feel like sometimes he doesn't get enough cred for his music as we. Like, because we're. You know, that. The, the only part of the 60s that I wish I was, a, like, older for was the music. Because man, 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 man. How many great R&B singers came out of the 60s? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's like one of my favorites. It's just ridiculous. You, it's, it's like you can't, your brain hurts trying to rattle off all of the different artists that came out of the 60s. So I can kind of understand how, because Sam Cooke came out, he was the little early to the party and so I yeah. think that's what happened is that he just he was like ahead of his time and 
kind of got a little washed out from some of the other artists that came after him. But to to the point we we were all making about Sam Cooke, he also led the charge, which means his his legacy is so much greater than than we give him credit for. Well, did you see um the two killings of Sam Cooke, the documentary? No, and I'm I'm now I have a okay. bunch of stuff to watch. Um, I forget where it's on. I think I, maybe I saw it on um, Netflix at the time. I think it's on Netflix. If, if you like if you like Tonight in Miami, go watch Two Killings of Sam Cooke. It's very interesting. Yeah, I was, I'll watch it. Right. He died tragically early, which was sad. As a lot of the greats do. Yeah. Think with Sam Cooke with his music, like because of the things that he was writing about, that he ended up not really pushing. Right. Because it was, you know, it's not. Um, you send me, darling. You send yeah. me. Baby, you send me, darling. You do like boring. That is so boring. Right. And that's what. Oh, that's gotta suck whenever you got all these great songs like oh I don't know changing it come within you and you're writing them and everyone's like oh that doesn't work so then you just have to leave that alone and then go to some side and that probably had a lot to do with it he's putting out great stuff and they were like I don't know Aretha Franklin was a studio singer that yep. no one knew what to do with they literally looked at her and was like I don't get it <laughs> what are we supposed to do with her make her famous I do have to throw this out there before I forget um, I, I have to go back to a quote because um, where was it uh, I think it was Jim Brown uh, no yeah he's talking to um, Ali about being in the movie and Ali is like I should have known as soon as you said black action the next sentence was going to be who gets killed <laughs> Oh, oh boy! Damn. So some some. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't want to laugh, <laughs> but but it's true. So many. And he's yeah. like, he's glad he's laughing so hysterically. You can't help but laugh. You can't help but laugh. This is the truth. How many movies have we seen where it's like, especially scary movies, where mm-hmm. we're gonna die for five minutes and be the best best death of the movie? So was he yeah. the? Was he like? The, the most famous of the early let's die off early in the movie guys token token, token black people yeah yeah or the black guy would die awesome <laughs> not anymore die at the end of the movies that's now that's right that's right <laughs> we'll make it all the way through in 90 minutes <laughs> um so do we want to um throw our Episodely questions at least yeah, right now. Sure. What? Episodely episodic. Oh, this should right? be interesting. Well, there's, there's a clear answer to one of these, but go go ahead, Darren. You can ask it. Should I do both of the? Uh, yeah, we, uh, we have to. We have to do both. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here, uh, the question is um, a two-parter. Um, would Tom Hanks? <laughs> see, see. With Tom, okay, next question. <laughs> would Tom Hanks could Tom Hanks be in this movie, and if so, in what role, and would he make it better? And then the second, and the, and the second part of it is, would Will Smith could Will Smith be in this movie, and if so, what role, and would he make it better? Shut up. Clearly, I know Will Smith needs to be Ali. 
screen back. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. But I think that it would be so amazing if Tommy Boy was me. So what if he was the guy with the lemonade? Oh, snap. Mm. <laughs> okay. I didn't even think about that. I was like thinking Angelo. Me too. I'm not streamer. Because everyone loves Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks can do uh, it. Dude, I would just add so much. Like, my eyes would open like, outside of my head if I heard him say the N word. Oh, my God. I'm the captain now. <laughs> okay, that, that's that's the winner. We don't have to ask anybody else the question. I, wow. I don't care what you think, Darren. That, no, that's. <laughs> Damn. Would be man. Good. And you know what? A lot of people would be seeing. Oh. That might be the best mm-hmm. answer of all time so far. Yes, it would. Um, okay, so second question is: Could Eric Clapton's "Tears in Heaven" be in the soundtrack, and in what scene? Eric Clapton is not allowed anywhere near this. <laughs> hey! Wow, she's going for the Hall of Fame answers today. Anywhere near this movie, and I believe he also needs a reminder. That sister Loretta Tharp was the mother of rock and roll. So when he can give me mm. an essay, then maybe he's invited to sit with me and see me. <laughs> and until then, no, I don't want his tears. I don't want anything. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, also, I mean, that the, the, the question does extend to renditions of the song. And since this was, um, it has some jazz influence in this, the comp- composition, you know, maybe a. A jazz rendition of Tears in Heaven could, could work somewhere. Hmm. I, anyone, anyone else can sing that song and put it anywhere in that movie. It would be beautifully done. <laughs> Listen, man, this guy does blues <laughs> and reggae. He's clearly with the black folks now. He's clearly. I'm just with saying, please give me an essay on Sister All right, Eric, please, for, for your own sake, write an essay for Lisa. 500 and, uh, words. And you'll be welcomed back with open arms. Open arms. I used to like that song. I don't know anymore. <laughs> <sighs> I, I almost liked you, Lisa. Almost. <laughs> you got, you got yeah, 90 baby. minutes in and killed it. Yeah. Um, all right. So give us your favorite song in the soundtrack. And then the song you think encompasses the message of the movie. Don't, don't, don't. Okay. Um, let me go. Yeah, yeah we, we, we're getting deep here. We're talking about music. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. Wait a second. Am I allowed to phone a friend? Am I allowed to look at the, the chat? Sure. Whatever you want, go for it. Okay. Phone a friend. <laughs> we should do that. I know. I like them. Is it cheating? I don't even know if I can look at the chat. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> the one that we listen to, I think it's fun. Right. I'm all about tracks that are like, I'm gonna get you. Mm. That for me was just like this whole. Anytime you see a movie that has to do with us and in this timing, you're on the edge of your seat and you're just waiting for something horrible to happen. And you're scared. Mm. And I felt like that in the movie, even though I knew the ending. You know, I was waiting for someone to come in and just kill. Leslie Odom, when he's playing guitar in the room, you know, you're just scared the whole time, even though I know the history of Sam Kirk. But there is one particular track. I know that it's a minute and 45 seconds. Oh, um. I can't remember which one it is. 
I tell you, it is. I'm on. Um, Not Tammy. Or is it solid? I mean, you have all the Sam Cooke songs. You got some Jackie Wilson. You have uh, Bob Dylan. This song, this track, whatever this one is, number six. This. I believe to my soul. Is that it? Is that it? That was the one where um, Ali was waterboxing. Yeah, I think so. No, I, I was going to, but I didn't have time, and uh, I, I, yeah. you know, I, I, I got the answers to my questions without it. But um, yeah, I yeah. really like. I uh, I didn't know that you 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 wrote for film. You said that earlier, or for didn't you say that you did that? I mean, I wrote I've written for a film that hasn't been released, so it's nothing like. The fact is that that's not easy. <laughs> I don't I don't know how you like I wow. I had an idea one day, like, oh, I could maybe be a composer for the screen. And that was, that's like, yeah, that's hard. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, I mean, this, it's not like I did a composition for a whole film. Like, I did a song, like, my friend gave me the treatment for the movie, and we talked about what it was about. It was um, called Operation Baby Lift, um, which is after Vietnam, all the uh, ch- children that were orphans were flown to the U.S., and so just based on her treatment, I wrote a song called um, Fly Me Away. How come I didn't know that? Uh, because I, it's not released. Oh, <laughs> I, and yeah. I, haven't even, I haven't even recorded it, you know, fully produced. So. You need backup vocals? I always need backup vocals. In fact, I'm working on a project now. So. <laughs> um, anyway, so what's the, the song that encompasses the film? Uh, it might be obvious. It's going to come. Yeah. Do you disagree, Darren? Huh? <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's... <laughs> do, I have to, do I have control of the <laughs> New host. No. <sighs> no one appreciates greatness. Me and Sam Cooke. Um, I... Uh, my favorite song was... Um, uh, Chain Gang. The... The whole thing, the whole performance he did there in the theater, I thought was oh, okay. just crazy dope. But Chang- I, try, I tried to, I tried to shazam it, shazam it, but it didn't recognize. Oh, oh. <laughs> that part's amazing though. Those are those moments that um, when everyone thinks that they can, oh, I can write a song, I can perform a song, I, I got what it takes. It's like, well. Can you silence an angry room and then just make everybody happy and over it? Um, I, 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 I can't. How do you, how, how do you, how do you, yeah. <laughs> so did anybody listen to the closing credits, the end credits? Um, no, it's not Marvel, so I don't pay attention. Leslie Odom wrote a song for this. 
and it's in the closing credits. No, I did hear it. I did hear it. Oh, that okay. song. Um, what's it called? Um, uh, Speak Now? Called Speak Now. Yeah. Okay, listen, listen to that song when you have a chance, everyone. That's my favorite song in the film. Maybe because it's new, I hadn't heard before. You know, because you always go where the change is going to come, which I think encompasses, you know, the message of the film. But this okay, Speak Now. <laughs> well, just just check out Speak Now and see if you like it because I love it. No, that actually, I heard that song, Chris, and I made a note to tell you I think you should cover this. I, I was I, I was thinking, oh, you're gonna do it? No, no, too late. You didn't even hear the song. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, my guitar is not right here, unfortunately. Well, let me get my spoons. Hold on. Well, I'm pretty sure Lisa will probably kill it better than I can, so fine. Um, oh, yeah. I'll do yeah. it. I was going to do like a metal version so you could do me. That's actually not, that's pretty dope, actually. We should just both do our own versions and we can add it to our. What you should do is you should do a six song. EP with six different artists doing their own versions. Of changing account. Or of that last song. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I feel like they might get bored of it after the second one. Nah, nah. Yeah. It'd be fine. You know, you really don't know about my metal capabilities. <laughs> yes. Um okay. so, <laughs> so what uh are we are we ready for the final question? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. All right, go ahead, Darren. Uh, what's the final question? <laughs> See, this is why we need new hosts. No, Alexa, new host. the final question is, um, scale of one to 10, uh, what do you rate this film? 10 being the best. <laughs> that will be our first 11. She can definitely come back on the show, for sure. Thank you, I redeemed myself, good. <laughs> I'll stop throwing throwing things that people skates now <laughs> just you know Chris um, I, I I was I was flip flopping and then I realized I could do point something so I gave it a 9.5 okay hold on hold on this is this is a right this is almost a record for Chris yeah because Chris I think I can count on three fingers that the number of times he's gone above nine on our oh, show yeah I'm like Siskel. Wait, which which is the bad one? Siskel or Ebert? Ebert. I'm Ebert. Why are you being such a hater? I'm not going to movies with you. After the film, you're like one of those. No, I, I I have to sleep on it first, and then I can discuss it the next day. <laughs> we didn't even see that movie yesterday. <laughs> but I remember this one, which is why I gave ten. And I'm gonna think about this. For no, a no, you gave it an eleven. You already forgot what you gave. <laughs> It's going down by the minute. Um, I'm giving it a. I'm giving it my first ten. Uh, so. First, you giving stuff. At 10, no, no, no. I've only given nine point fives and nine point seven five. No, you give Spider Verse. What'd you give Spider Verse? Nine eight. Nine eight. Goodness gracious. Yeah. No. Nine point nine 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 nine. Nine point nine. Yeah. I, this is a. This is a ten simply because, it was just. Yeah, just like if you hate anything about this this film, then 
something's wrong with you. Something's <laughs> seriously wrong with you. So that 0.5 that I'm not giving it uh, something wrong. It's yeah. not doesn't doesn't necessarily mean you hate something about it. It right just now. means you want um, more of something else. Okay, I go I go with that one. Good job. Thank you. You want more of something else? Because you wanted Will Smith. Is this all just because you? Did you just come have Will Smith? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And they and they, they, yeah. they could and they can use the 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 um the effects to make him young, like in Gemini Man. It'd be just it'd be fine. <sighs> You're the worst. No one else will get enough like you are. Oh, Come my on. God. So, Lisa, I'm looking for a new host. And, uh... <laughs> yeah. So, Lisa, you, you've been mentioning your album, so I want to hear more about the album before we sign off. Yeah. Uh, it's an amazing album. It is, actually. Uh, no, it's great. It's, uh, it's a... The reason I have my feelings about Eric Clapton is because I am a black woman who is going into the rock world, and and I believe it's rock and soul. My, what I'm doing because you can't have one without the other. With my voice, no matter what I say, you're gonna hear it. And mm. I love to roll around on stage. I have long hair to whip around, so there's the rock side of it, and I'm like ah. So releasing that into the world, there's a lot of people who uh, think that rock music is white music. And I'm like, that's just the toughest thing I've ever heard. And mm. so, that, so I get a lot of people on that side. And then I have people saying like, they just keep leaning into this like, white way of doing things. So I am very much just speaking the truth that, where's that? She was the one who started rock. She grabbed that guitar lick and just started playing. And everybody loved her. And so I feel like I have every right to be in this world of rock. As all mm-hmm. these wearing white guys with long hair. Hey, so, Gary Clark Jr. They're great. I like, yes, see, right? Um, what's his name? Purple Haze. Hello, Jimmy. Jimmy. Living color. I don't play guitar, but I can. <laughs> Thundercat. Right. <laughs> you know, like we can do it. I don't know what I was talking about. What was the question? <laughs> So, <laughs> so my albums are right there. There's rock influence in there. There's R&B influence in there. And um, yeah, I love that I don't have any, I don't have a label right now. So I was able to do everything that I wanted to do in the album. And once you start getting representation, my voice gets smaller. Mm-hmm. So this is the most genuine album that I believe that the world will get from me until I become the aspect and I can do whatever I want. Right. Right now, this is like the truest form of Lisa Rainey, so I'm really proud of it. It's like my little baby. I'm, um, it's like a, I call it surrender because you have to surrender to so many things in order to move ahead in your life. And I'm correct in that it was picked as one of the top 20 albums for Good Morning on Good Morning America's list of top albums of 2020. I was number 34. I was sandwiched between Lance Morse and Incubus. I don't know what year it is, but I'm so excited to be sandwiched between them. That's so and cool. I was really John Legend. Mm, oh, John. Nice. Wow. Coach. And you said you're writing something now? I am. I'm, uh, I, because of everything that happened last year, I was aiming to find a way to find joy as we have to all the time and not go out and kill everybody. 
who would like to. Mm. So I just I decided to kind of I was marching and I was doing everything that I could do. And then whenever I was on my own time, I wanted to find a choice. So I found Fannie Lou Hamer, and so I'm writing. She has this album that's just out there, and it's her singing uh, songs that her mother taught her straight from the field. Mm. Mother was a vicious sharecropper, and it's the purest form. It's just her voice. Don't steal my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down, Chris. I mean, uh... yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Darren's my manager. He's writing it down for me. It's my idea. Uh, so it's just her voice, and there's like 20 tracks, and it's unbelievable what we can do with music this day and age. Mm. So I make just take her voice and do whatever I want. So I get to go back in time and have music from a black woman's voice straight to her daughter, and then to me to then put my black influence all over as much as I want to and just play. And so I get to have an album that can have that has all the influence of blackness. So there's mm. like a reggae song in there and um, a um, hip hop song and me thinking of like Warren Hill with a hip hop influence on like this little light of mine. And it's her voice. So I'm also able to do duets. I'm also able to jump in with backups. And it's just so much fun and a world of shit. And it really, really is helping me not go out and use my boxing skills. <laughs> that sounds now, really cool. Yeah, I'm excited for everyone to hear it and find it when it's done. Mm. Wow. Oh, I'm looking forward to hearing it when it comes out. Absolutely. I like innovative things, and very few innovative artists these days. So, truly. Well, you know. I'm a member of the Recording Academy. And basically that means that you can still pay to go to the Grammys. But it also means that we get to see and learn about the uh, music and like really closely. And I'm really happy to say that there's a lot of attention on artists again. Like nice. The name is coming up so much and I was like, what? And mm. also Apple, her album. It's like super weird Fiona Apple type. Oh. That's like her album of the year, I think. So these mm. artists are coming back. They're like, for some reason, they're going back to the 90s and 2000s. <laughs> and there are other ones that are out there. I don't know why they think they're just wow. artists. Um, but that's happening. So it's really exciting time. Um, it sucks for the weekend, but it's good. Mm. <laughs> I like the weekend. I like the I weekdays. You hear that weekend? She, she hates you. You listen to us all the time. You listen to us all the time. So you're in trouble. Well, oh, I hate I hate the weekend. Is that what I'm supposed to say? Oh, that's horrible. What's that guy's name? Okay. But yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's been great having you. Yeah. Thank you for jumping on. This was this a great perspective. This was a good movie. This was a good podcast. Yeah. Good times. Everybody should check that out. It's streaming now on Amazon Prime. So if you have got Prime, jump on there and watch it. Oh, and where can they, where can people well, follow you, find you, and also the Surrender album? Yep. Uh, Lisa Ramey Music 
everywhere, all socials. And then um, Lisa Rainey Music, I'm sure you can put that into iTunes and Spotify, all music platforms, and I will come up. And you should all do that and listen. You definitely should. I'm learning how to I'm learning how to promote music right now. Got it. <laughs> I'm amazing. Listen to me. I'm the best. <laughs> all music is dead after me. <laughs> I am the end of all music. Please <laughs> you're the best at doing your music because I am the best at doing my music. No one point. I mean I could probably I could I could probably do your music. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, I am looking for a new host, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I could probably do. I could, I could probably do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna try rapping. <laughs> Ooh, I've I've rapped on a song. I rapped at weddings, and it's not good. I, I've wrapped some stuff up, put it in the garbage. So that's right. That's Does right. that count? Every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. New host. So sad. <laughs> Two new hosts for the podcast next week. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, right. well, let's thank the listeners, whoever tuned in today. Thanks for checking us out. We appreciate it. You can follow us at the Download Podcast Show. Yep. Pretty Woo. much everywhere. Everywhere. Yep. And uh, yeah, this has been fun. Uh, thank yeah. you again to Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you to my, my other guest, Darren Jenkins. Um, uh, I'm Chris <clears throat> I'm Darren Jenkins. <laughs> this was the download. Yeah. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>